Good evening, Sideliners fam. Welcome back to another episode of our lovely podcast. I am joined on this fantastic Monday night by my great friend and co-host, Mr. Benjamin Salise. How are we doing today? I am feeling amazing. Just, you know, just, just, just in the regular sense. You know, everything is good. Actually, it was a Monday, but who cares? It's a Monday. You get over it. I've, I felt pretty good, honestly, most of the day, but I've also felt pretty good because of the just electric, <laughs> ecstatic, monumental NFL weekend we had the past two days. I will good say, I, I last night I was thinking, like normally Sunday nights, I'm not in the best mood, kind of just like whatever, I got to go to school, got to start the week, but I was just like, I'm in such a good mood, like this weekend was <laughs> great. I was just like, man, life is so good right now. I was just, I was thinking, I was like, yeah. It was, it was amazing, man. Um, and it's so amazing that we're just gonna, we're just gonna spend the whole episode spitballing the about entire. These games. We're gonna talk about for a solid half hour, for about four games, four games. I know it's, it's just awesome. It's awesome. So, um, and, and the implications of such things. So, as we've noted, um, this weekend was awesome. Arguably the best football weekend ever. Um. Yeah, I. I mean, really. de- de- definitely, definitely the one I can remember. I've never seen four games that were just this, just this great. Honestly, I will I, say. I um, I want to talk first. I I don't remember exactly who you picked. I remember who I picked. I no, I remember who I picked. Okay, um, who did you pick? Refresh me. So I picked the Titans, the Niners, the Bucks, and the Chiefs. Okay, so we both went two for four. Mm-hmm. Right, because I went Bengals, Packers. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, but again, I mean, any game could have gone either way. It's unbelievable. I know. Um, I mean, the combined margin of these four games is 12 points across yeah. all of these games. That's insane. That is insane. And all of them ending in walk-off scores – and I mean, in badass fashion too. Evan McPherson. I, I know. Robbie Gold was crazy too. I know. <laughs> um, and then obviously the the Bucks game, but and then we're gonna get into the Chiefs Bills game later because holy crap, that game was insane. But yeah, so good. The best weekend of football I can remember, probably in my entire life. All, I, I all think four I agree. games were amazing. Yeah, um, so let's let's just get right into it with the Bengals and Titans here. Bengals, Titans. I picked the Bengals. I'm rooting hard for the Bengals. Me too. And, you know, it just – they get the lead, you know, and then all of a sudden – I think I thought that pick, the tipped pick, that cost, almost cost the Bengals late in the game. If the call on the field had not been a pick, I think I think that ball hits the ground. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think it does hit the ground. But, I mean, you know, the, the idea of – it being, you know, very conclusive for you to have to turn turn right. the, turn the call over. Um you know, that's just that's just how the game goes. Yeah. If it just make mistakes, but at the end of the day it didn't end up costing them. So, you know. Very true. Um, Evan McPherson called his shot. Right. I mean, a rookie kicker. About, you know, having the opportunity to send your team to the AFC championship for the first time in I don't know how long, a long time. Maybe have they even ever made it to the AC Championship? I think they said 89, 81, some some sometime between the eighties. Um they yeah. won. 
anyway, my point stands. Um, right. Rookie kicker says, "Oh, we're in field goal range. Guess we're going to the AFC Championship." Like, oh my god, that is balls of steel. That is a movie script. <laughs> that's awesome. And just you know, Joe Joe Burrow is just. I mean, I can't imagine what he's thinking through his head. Just like, oh, okay, then, <laughs> like, like you mean for real? Let's go then. Um, I know, but another thing to to mention, another good stat for you. Um, so Joe Burrow was sacked nine times, the most sacks ever given up by a quarterback who won a playoff game. Wow. Um, yeah, I that's going to – you know, they're going up against the Chiefs now. That Chiefs D-line can be pretty solid at times. So right. definitely right. a point of concern. It's interesting. I mean, I always think about the debate from last last April, Penny Sewell or Jamar Chase. We I think we were both team Penny Sewell. I, I think we both were, too. I was definitely a team tool. Yeah, so was I. Um, and so, obviously, looking back, I, it seems like Chase was probably the right move. But those offensive line problems are definitely still prevalent. I mean, you cannot give up nine sacks. Right. Cannot. So, let's let's just dissect this game just a little bit further. So, obviously, Bengals' defensive line um, played out of their mind. I mean, they were just stacking the box to not let Derrick Henry do anything. I think it's long. he did his longest run of the day was maybe 10 or 12 yards that I can remember. Yeah. Um, DJ Reader had himself a game at D-tackle. Um, so, you know, good good on them. But the Titans' defensive line also just gave the Bengals hell. Yeah. Um, you know, um, Jeffrey Simmons getting in there, Harold Landry, Bud Dupree, and all those guys just coming for Burrow's head. Um, I mean, it just – it really came down to the turnovers – it really came down to the turnovers, and Tannehill had three really ugly ones. Yeah, three really bad ones. Um, sure I mean that that first play, I was just like, "Oh, it's gonna be a long game." Yep. Um, and then that and that third one is just such a deflate, such a deflator for the team. Um, I mean, if you're the Titans, you know, I guess maybe Henry not being 100 percent probably factors in Tannehill is having a bad game that factors in but I don't know just right. Bengals Bengals got it done and they got it done in a tough way which shows me that they sure they're did. they're built they're built for the playoffs now absolutely and an ugly game but a good game nonetheless um mm-hmm. actually let's check some lines some spreads you you don't have to assume the Chiefs are favored but I want to see my how much favored by seven okay mm-hmm. um interesting interesting yeah I think I think I'm okay with that I just you know, the Chiefs are sorry, the Bengals have already overachieved so much this year. Um, mm-hmm. Got to be grateful if you're a Bengals fan at all. Right. If they were able to beat the Chiefs, I mean, that is just, I don't even know. That's, that's, that's storybook right there. I mean, your, your franchise guy tearing his ACL in his first year as a, as a pro, and now he's in the AFC Championship. Like, come on, you can't, you can't oh, yeah. write a better, no. a better script than that. And I mean, just, <laughs> the amount of memes I saw about how oh the script writers the script writers were oh my god this weekend some in um, our TikTok comments I know the script writers were amazing um also um what was I gonna say I think this speaks volumes about just the success like you know we've we've had the discussion like was that LSU team twenty nineteen the best team of all time it it's, it's it's crazy how good they were in college and it's even crazier how good they all are in the NFL now <laughs> I know it's it's just that's the amount of talent that you can yeah. have on one team is just insane. Unbelievable. Okay. Um, yeah. Moving on to the next game. Um, Niners Packers. 
I will be honest, I did not watch most of this game. I was unable to. Didn't I, seem like I, most I exciting did. for most of it um, right. until it was. From what I did see, I'm I'm not not gonna be salty here because I was wrong. I'm happy the Packers lost. It's funny <laughs> for everyone. Um, it did seem a little fluky still. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Oh yeah, no, it was definitely fluky. Um, and the Niners' defense played incredible, lights out. Mm-hmm. To do that to Aaron Rodgers, even in the snow, is unbelievable. Right. But Jimmy Garoppolo did nothing to prove me anything. Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy that does nothing and still gets an A on the project. Yeah, I mean the blocked punt too. I mean, I'm shocked at that on that last drive they were able to score. Right. Um. Uh, I'll say to the people what I said to you. This was a Green Bay Packers special teams disaster class. <laughs> disaster class. Um. So they put up a graphic, um, during the game, that the Packers ranked 32nd out of 32nd as a special teams unit this year. Makes sense. And it literally cost them their season. It literally cost them their entire season. Um, Indeed. Yeah, I just, I don't know. That, that 49ers defense, it's, I mean, it's too bad that they have a bad quarterback because if, if they had a good quarterback, this 49ers team would be, like, definitely um, in the Super Bowl conversation more than they, more than they are because, I mean, that defense can literally hold anybody. I mean, could you imagine um, a, a Bengals-Niners Super Bowl? That'd be insane. You know, it's it's like we're we're one game we're couple, we're two games away from having a rematch of two years ago with the Chiefs Niners, which is yeah. just interesting. That's pretty crazy they, too. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, the fact that the it's that the Bucks or Packers aren't coming out of the AF or the NFC is is wild, man. Right. Um, and I mean, just watching this game, it was it was just a grit game. It was it was pretty boring. I mean, the the one play that stood out to me was. You know, obviously the block punt and then the block field goal as well. Yeah. Um, at the end of the half, and then Aaron Jones had like this sixty-yard catch. Um, he played phenomenal in this game. Um, you know, it was just I don't know. The Forty ers just got it done when they needed to. The Aaron Rodgers narratives are falling apart right now. Yeah. So I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Right. It seems like the favorite. I mean, it, it seems pretty clear that he's leaving Green Bay for sure. Yes. Um, I feel like the hot destination I'm seeing is Denver. But I think San Francisco makes a lot of sense. I think it like, makes sense too. They but... are in desperate need of a quarterback. He's from there. He, I mean, have you seen this, the video surfacing a lot this week of like, oh, the 49ers are going to regret not drafting me, blah, blah, blah. He's mm-hmm. 0-4 against them in, in the right. playoffs, I think. Right. But still, I mean, you know, that just – I don't know. It makes sense. The it only, makes sense. The only thing concerning – sorry, the only thing concerning um, – would be his vaccination status in California. Right. And then I think another thing that poses a question is Trey Lance, obviously. What do you do with him if right. the Niners if the Niners go after Rodgers? It's like, well, you're sitting Lance for another season. He's already gotten some playtime this year with injuries uh, to Garoppolo. And he showed some promise. And now you're just like, well, if you go after Rodgers – do you are you just gonna sit Lance again? Do you maybe try to find a suitor for him for a quarterback needy team that wants to develop him? I'm not sure where you go with that scenario, but it'll be interesting no. to see. Um, and I mean, yeah, Robbie Gold's also a badass too. I mean, literally the video two of him, weeks in a row. The video of him uh, practicing while the Dallas cheerleaders are, yes. are doing their thing, just unfazed. And then um, I think I think a similar thing happened. This week, I, and he's out in the snow. I don't know if it was cheerleaders, but somebody Packers was out there, and he was just yeah. I don't care. 
Yeah, I think the Packers are just warming up, and he's just kicking on their side of the field. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The gold standard. The gold standard. The gold standard. I like that. Getting, that's getting it done. Um, that's what he was known uh, back in Chicago. So, hey, man. Yeah, he, he's, he's, won, he's won them two games. Let's see if he can maybe do another one. I'm not sure. Oh, I know. I Quick preview for next episode. This is going to be me the entire episode when talking about the NFC Championship. <laughs> I am baffled. Like I, I literally have no idea who's gonna win. I have no idea. I know this God. I, yeah, we're, we're gonna we'll get into that Thursday. I don't know um, what in the world I'm gonna say. Honestly, I don't know what to do. I, I just feel I feel completely baffled, completely horn swoggled. Horn swoggled. I don't know what to do. Something that doesn't make me horn swoggled though is what? the amazing support that we get from Anchor. They allow us to do this um, twice a week. They're awesome. They're amazing. And we love Anchor. We love Anchor. Yes. Yeah. Um, Maybe they'll give us a sponsor soon. Hopefully. Please. Hopefully. (laughs) We're not desperate. Um, Let's get into these next two games. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I have a question for you first. You do have a question for me. Yes. What is something, anything, if you had to talk about it for a minute, what would you talk about? Go. Man, I would talk about, oh, my, my entire disdain for English class as a junior in high school right now. Okay. That's cool. that's what I could talk about for a minute. Oh, um, please. Oh, man. So, you know, I actually love English. I, I like reading. I like analyzing stories because it's just, it's escapism. You know, you just, you know, you can just put yourself at, as some of the characters in the story. You can just love the story as is, um, as with like TV shows and movies. But I don't know. I just, I like English. Um, but as a junior this year, we have received a ridiculous amount of work. We have just, I mean, we have at least like two things, um, due every day. It feels like, and then another thing we have to do for homework and it just feels mostly like busy work. Like it's not really contributing to anything, um, as an AP student or trying to, um, get ready for the AP test. But I, from what I've heard, this is like one of okay. the harder ones. <laughs> You, well, Brad, Brad, Brad can attest to this as well. It is um, a good take. I agree. It's it's completely busy work. It's you know what are you gonna do? It's English. Right? Yeah, um, English sucks. And mm. um, some teachers um lack the passion. I think. <laughs> the lack the passion. That's I I guess I guess we could say that yes, without being too overly um. <laughs> Yeah. Some teachers yeah. that both of us might have <laughs> lack the passion. Oh, but okay. We're not here yeah. to talk about English. We're here to talk about Bucks Rams. Right. Bucks and, Rams. In all honesty, I, I only watched the second half of this game too. But what a second half it was. We we really thought we were about to watch the demise happen. And we that really would have been scripted if the Bucks yes. won. Oh dear, that would have been like that would that would have been like top tier. Um, here let, let, let me cover the, the let me cover the first half first because yeah. I did because I did watch this game fully. So Rams jump out seven seven zero and then I I think they they end the quarter. It's ten zero and I'm just thinking like oh wow this is this is weird because Brady can't get anything going. I mean I think Tyler Johnson had like four drop passes this game. Something just he was choking and he didn't do all that good last week. I don't know what's going through his mind. Um, and then the Bucks took a field goal, and the next thing you know, the Rams are up 20-3 to three at halftime. And I'm just thinking, like, you know, this game's not over. This game is, like, far from over, um, it feels like. And then 
Rams score again. It's eight minutes left in the third quarter when it's 27 to three. And I post on the Instagram and it's like, y'all, this game is not over. I don't, I don't know, but something just tells me that Brady is not going to go down without a fight. And then lo and behold, I'll let you take it from here. Cause wow. Yeah. So let me, let me actually, let's get a quick little play by play action going. So starts at eight minutes left in the third quarter. Like you said, um, it is 27 to three. Um, Tampa settles for a short field goal, which is mm-hmm. like okay, 27 to six, whatever. First right. play, um, Cooper Cup fumbles. Other random drive. He fumbles. This is wild. Uh, the Bucks drive down the field. They score 27 to 13. The Rams then go three and out. And then the Bucks fumble. Like, nice. first play of the drive, the Bucks fumble. Tom Brady, bad. So it's like, right. oh God, like this is right. not happening. And 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 at that point, what I'm thinking is like, oh, the, the Rams, you know, all 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 they need to do is just score right here, get another field goal, maybe get a touchdown. In this game, this game is done. So I feel like, yeah, they're on the tip twenty five. Right. But the first snap goes over Stafford's head, goes twenty five yards back, and Tampa recovers <laughs> it in midfield. And then it's like, oh my God, they're totally gonna come back. But no, turnover on downs, nothing. Right. So now um, the Rams get the ball back again. Right. And now at this point, there's 12 minutes left in the game. Rams <laughs> have the ball up 14. They're driving down the field, nine-play drive, 50-yard drive. And they miss a a 47-yarder. So the Bucks. It, it was short, life. too. It was yeah. short. Yeah, uh, that, that was so – I, yeah, I thought it was good. But So, you know, the Bucks still have a chance. They've got the ball six minutes left. But they've got, you know – they're down, they're down 14. Mm-hmm. And they drive. They're on the Rams 31. And they turn out the ball over on downs again. So this is three straight drives. Fumble, downs, downs. The Bucks going to have the lead at this point. But instead, they're still down two touchdowns. So, you know, it, it's pretty much over. The Rams go three and out. The Bucks use all three of their timeouts. There's four minutes left. They get the ball back. Everybody still kind of figures it's over. Um, oh, shit, I lost my place. <laughs> I know what happened, though. Um, and then, you know. They decide to throw a, a casual uh, 55-yard touchdown pass to Mike Evans. Right, and, right. You know, 30, 36 seconds off the clock at that right. point. Keep in mind, they're down They're down touchdown. The Rams have the ball. All the Rams need to do is get one first down, and, and this game is over still, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite all that. And they get three yards on first down. There are now two and a half minutes left. Um, Cam Akers looks to get pretty close to the first down, but then he fumbles. And the Bucks pick it up, and everybody is like, are you kidding me? And the Bucks, of course, score on a fourth down. Um, tie game. Uh, at, at this point, it does feel scripted. Like that. Like there's no way that this is actually happening on my screen. It feels. Yeah, like. it's like it, the, the Rams had every every opportunity to put the game away, and then they had another one, and then another one, and they still did. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but then somehow the Bucks managed to really blow it and left Cooper Cup open for 44 yards, and yeah. Um, Right. Matt Gay didn't miss this time, and they won. Um, people are going to talk about the hit, Eric Weddle, on Mike Evans. I mean, it's a rule. I don't know if I necessarily agree with the rule. Obviously, the hit doesn't happen during the play where it would affect him. It is a dead ball foul. Um, what, en- what ends up happening is that Brady finds Evans on like the two-yard line. It's like a 20-yard like pass. It's broken up, and as the ball hits the ground – Weddle just absolutely decks Evans, and it, it's a it's a helmet to helmet, and everybody's like, "Oh shit, 
Brady's going to get another shot because it's a 15 yard penalty, automatic first down. They're at the 40 yard line. And, but because of the rule that the ball hit the ground um, before Weddle laid the hit, it is a dead ball foul, meaning that since the Bucks did not pick up the first, it is technically Rams ball at the spot where the, where the uh, Bucks turned the ball over minus 15 yards. Right. So it's a rule. It makes sense. It, it happens, you know. And then, yeah, the 44-yard pass, then you can't let that happen. Uh, that happen, obviously. So, you know, it's a great game. It, it felt like I was watching a fever dream watching the Rams blow this game. Literally. It was but, so obvious that it was going to happen. I know. And and they just kept finding new ways to make it happen. Like, I mean, just, just, the, just the sequence of the, of the fumbles was insane to watch. Um, I don't know. This game gave us plenty of gems, and we're not going to see Brady. I am. Uh, and what's wild is, what's wild to me is how routine Cooper Cup's stat line of nine one eighty three and a touchdown is. I mean, nobody's even talking about that. But that's, I mean, come on. Because somebody else bested him in I know, the next game. Nobody's even talking about that. I feel like. Hey man, we're, we're gonna talk about that. We are gonna talk about it. Yes. And how no one is talking about it. It's it's it was insane. Let, let's get into what everybody's everybody's thinking about still. Let's this Bills Chiefs okay. game. This Bills God. Chiefs game, man. This game is the best ESPN stat probability graph, whatever. Because <laughs> it just goes top to bottom, in the back, in the back, in the back, like five. <laughs> oh my God, this game. Um, we have to play by play this one too. Right. Um, what was crazy about this game overall was the quarterback play. I mean, Amazing perfection. And the announcers even were like, "This is this is nuts." Like they were just losing their minds. This, this is up there with the with the Rams Chiefs. That's exactly like, what I was thinking of, about of being like the best game I've ever seen play. Yeah, in the NFL. Like this game was just it gave us everything. Obviously, it's fourteen and fourteen at halftime. Well, hold on, okay. I, I want to say something because I was thinking about this. All right. We I was thinking about that Rams Chiefs game and how the, you know that was deemed like the best regular season game ever. This game mm-hmm. is really good too. Does that just mean we we value like like what constitutes a good game in the NFL is just two teams that have no defense? Like is that is that really what this has come to? What I think it comes down to is just how how you feel in the moment, knowing the stakes. Because what was important about that game was the Rams were undefeated and the Chiefs had one loss, and just how close it was. Um, because these are two of the heavyweights that you're thinking, oh, they're going to be in the Super Bowl. And this is to go to the AFC Championship. It just it just stakes matter. The play matters. I, I don't necessarily think it has to do with having no defense. Obviously, that factored into in the later parts of this game. Yeah, but, the entertainment factor. Right. Sure. Just it just it was just fun to watch. It was so fun to watch. Um, yeah, it was. So I mean, 14, 14 to fourteen. These teams are just they're battling back and forth. We have a few puns. We have scores, obviously. Um. And then the Chiefs miss an extra point. Butker uh, missing a 50-yarder in the first half and then missing that extra point in the third quarter. It is 21-23 to 23 at this point in the fourth quarter. Oh, man. Man, oh, man. Yeah. So the fourth quarter. Um, uh, yeah. should, I, should I take over? Yes. Let's get the play-by-play because everything in this quarter mattered tremendously. Everything. So, first of all, I, I want to say – they, they punted, so those punt down two, and the Chiefs return the punt 
Tyreek Hill returned 45 yard punt return to the 16. Chiefs don't get a first down and they kick a field goal to go up by five, 26 21. Mm-hmm. The Bills now only have how much time? This drive was like six minutes and they ended up scoring with a minute 54. Um, and they converted multiple fourth downs on this drive. Um, and the fourth and 13, it's fourth and 13, they're down five. If, if they don't get this, the game is pretty close to over. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead, Gabriel Davis actually breaks someone's ankles on a fourth and 13, like completely. Like he falls over, wide open, end zone, touchdown. One of his four on the day. Um, and they get the two, of course, which was an another another insane play to Diggs. Right. Diggs with that great catch. That, that yeah. was an amazing catch. That, so all of a sudden, the Bills are up up three. Right. Um. Yeah, Gabriel Davis was like top. That, that's got to be like the greatest receiver performance ever. Literally, I mean, top, we'll, we'll get there after one, this. Top one performance from literally. Gabriel Davis. Oh um, yeah, so, just, and then he literally snatched that guy's soul. Uh, I was geeking. Oh my god, he is him. He is him, if you will. Um, so moving on, right after that, the Chiefs now have the ball with you know a minute fifty four left, and we're like, all right, the Chiefs either score or or they lose. This is it. Um, that I remember thinking that like they either score or this is it. First mm-hmm. down. Or like they get to an incomplete. It's second, second and ten from their own thirty-six. Um, he hits uh, Mahomes hits Tyree Kill in a little post route, like you know, fifteen yards, twenty down the field, and he just outruns everybody for sixty-four yards and touchdown. And now they're up four again. You got to be insane. You got to be insane to throw up the peace sign. Oh um, my god! Before you, before like the guy, the Matt Milano is chasing. All right, I had a little technical difficulties there, but as I was saying, Matt Milano, he's in front of him. He's got the angle to get the tackle. Tyreek Hill throws up the peace sign. Matt Milano's still in front of him and just just bolts right past him into the end zone. I'm just, I'm just yeah, the little cross. Unbelievable. Speed kills. Speed kills, man. Speed does kill indeed. Um, So, you know, everybody's thinking, oh, they might have left a little bit too much time. I mean, there's a slight chance that the Bills still have time to score. Um, and you know, they did Gabriel Davis, 20 yard touchdown, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. And that is it. Um, 13 seconds. Yeah. Davis had three, three catches, super casual. He just went for 28, 12 and then a 19 yard touchdown. Anyway, now they're up four again, or sorry, up three, up three. They're up three. They left Um, 18 seconds or sorry. Yeah. It was 13 seconds. Oh yeah. yeah, Sorry. 13 seconds on the clock. 13 seconds on the clock. Chiefs down three. 13 seconds is not a lot of time, however you however you twist it. Um, but if anyone can do it, it's Mahomes. So, you know, we're all holding a breath. Um, first play, I think they ran a screen pass. It was uh, – or it was like – I mean, it, it, it's that play where it's it, you're in Hail Mary formation, but you throw it like five yards down the field and you have three blockers in front of you. Um, and yeah. just – and you, get, you know, you get 20 yards. I mean, here, before, before we go into this, did you actually think – that the Chiefs were going to score here with 13 seconds left. Did you actually think um, that? I didn't actually think, but I definitely knew there was a shot. I definitely knew there was a chance. I mean, it was just going through my mind. Like, the Chiefs had one timeout with 13 seconds left. But I'll, I'll tell you what. I have seen the Giants in that ex- exact situation on the verge of losing about 10 times over the last couple seasons. <laughs> and without fail, every single time, we either have an incomplete pass, like four straight incompletions, <laughs> or like a sack on first down, and, we're out of timeouts, <laughs> and that's the game. 
um, like without fail. So it's just like, I guess I just had this idea in my head that I'm like, nah, that's, that's not possible. But it, with it, good teams, it actually is. It, it's literally impossible to think about. And then, so yeah, uh, they get the 20, yeah, it was a 20 yard pass to Hill. They take the timeout. Yep. Buffalo takes a timeout to, you know, get, um, get them situated. Yeah. And then Mahomes. Oh, you cannot leave Kelsey this open. You get 25, I, easily, easy 25. And they're in field goal range. 50 yarder, got it. Tie game, overtime. Right. That's um, it. Uh, the announcers were talking about Romo and Nance were talking about how uh, the Bills should have kicked the ball inbounds on the kickoff. And I was thinking the exact same thing. It's like, well, you know, you want to give them the least amount of time, kick the ball short. They didn't even have Tyreek Hill back there to return. Crazy. I mean, if you if you kick the ball in bounds, that's at least three, four seconds off the clock, maybe. Yep. Um, I mean, just wow, it's insane. Right. So we go to overtime. Coin toss decides everything. The Chiefs win it. They drive it right down the field with complete ease, and they win. <laughs> right. Um, and I mean, I'm a little upset. Yes. Um, do you do we think that the overtime rules need some changing here? Yeah, that's that's like the this? main. Here's what I'm saying. So Gabriel Davis, one of the best stat lines in NFL history, nonetheless playoff history. I think mm-hmm. it was. He had eight, two oh one, and four touchdowns. If you want to do the math, that is. Hold on, let me do the math. That is fifty fantasy points. No, sixty. <laughs> sorry, sixty fantasy points. Um. 60 fantasy 60 fantasy points. That's insane. Think about that for a second. It's insane. So crazy. Anyway, the the main like I think the main topic from like the two points I've heard from this game. First of all, that was the best game I've ever seen. Second mm-hmm. of all, um the overtime rules suck. And it's so easy. This is what this is what I was thinking about. Literally, you have college football that has overtime rules that everyone is cool with. Like, it's not like you have to come up with your own system. Like, it's there. Just use it. Right. And, yeah, so I think Gabriel Davis is not getting talked about enough, also because they lost, but 8, 201, and 4? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, Josh Allen played out of his mind, too. I mean, he's literally just putting that team on his back most of these games, and you just you can't have a play play like that from a quarterback – and just lose like that because you don't even get the opportunity to go back on the field. Um, it's it's hard, but them's just the rules. I don't like the rules. Um, I mean, so I saw, uh, I think you have too, you've seen Theo's take, uh, Theo Ash NFL's take on these overtime rules saying that it is, the, that the rules are fine because the game should not even be in overtime in the first place. That's why it's called overtime. Mm, um, okay. Yeah, I just if you're not gonna workshop the the overtime rules in its entirety, workshop them just for the playoffs. I think that the way that they are now, you can maybe leave them in the regular season. But I think in the playoffs where you're having a game like this, it's important that both teams get the ball. At least change it for another thing that's weird. Like the NFL overtime rules used to be worse because it'd be any score. Like, you could kick a field goal and the game would end. Right. And they that said, was, that was okay, let's make it – like, instead of just fixing it, they were like, let's make it less bad and make it only a touchdown. Like, at that point, why not just get rid of the whole sudden death thing anyway? 
Right. So, um, anyway. I mean, I just I just remember watching the playoff game between the Ravens and the Broncos. This was the first playoffs I ever watched back in 2013. And that game went to double overtime. Um, is the AFC Divisional Round. And, I mean, that game ends with, like, a 60-yard like a Jacoby Jones touchdown. Um, it was insane. Uh, I mean, you have those games where just no team can score. But right. these are two high-powered offenses. They're going to score on the first drive because the yeah. defenses are literally Exhausted. gassed out of their mind. And, um, I mean, yeah, is yeah. I, I think you need to change the overtime rules here. I agree. All right, well, we're over. That was insane. This was insane. What a weekend. Um, yeah, that's really speechless, except we talked a lot. So, not yeah, I, I was screaming during these games. <laughs> the was, live reactions I, are crazy. Uh, yeah, go watch those if you have them. At and you can be our, our 100th follower on TikTok. Yes, you can be that person. Um, but as always, we enjoy every single one of you that listens so to our episodes. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure you give us a like and download. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a five-star rating. This game was amazing. We're excited to talk about the championship games on Thursday. It's going to be awesome. You have anything else, Brad? Let's see. Um, go Bengals, kind of. Um, go us. Go football. Go amazingness. And everyone have a great rest of your Monday night. And we will see you all on Thursday.